Feast of St. Louis de Montfort today. St. Louis de Montfort is the authority on Marian devotion. He teaches that authentic Marian devotion is Christ-centered. Teaches what he calls true devotion. Doing all our spiritual works through Mary, with Mary, and in Mary, so we can most perfectly do them through Jesus, with Jesus, and in Jesus. So when we go to confession, we ask Mary to, uh, to uh, pray for us. Go into the confession with us. Help us to confess our sins to Jesus. Pray for us while we're doing this. All our petitions we always give to Jesus through her hands. We avail ourselves to her intercession in all things. St. Louis calls it a perfect renewal of the vows of baptism. Where we pledge to renounce the devil, his pomps and his works. Our flesh and his concupiscence and the world and its false teachings. And we do everything through Mary, with Mary, and in Mary. So we can more perfectly do it through Jesus, with Jesus, and in Jesus. He also was a great authority on the rosary. He wrote this great book called The Secret of the Rosary. This kind of guy was never afraid to rub people the wrong way and rattle your cage. I'll paraphrase a little bit of his book from The Secret of the Rosary from my memory. He says, y'all pray that rosary way too fast. You wouldn't address the janitor in a hurried fashion like that, let alone the mother of God. He said that every prayer of the rosary is a beautiful rose that we give to Jesus, that we give to Jesus through the hands of Mary. So you better make the rose a beautiful rose and not a wilted one. Not a sickly dandelion, but a beautiful rose. He suggested putting pauses in the prayers. For example, Hail Mary, full of grace, pause. The Lord is with thee, pause. Blessed art thou among women, pause. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, pause. Jesus, pause. Holy Mary, pause. Mother of God, pause. Pray for us sinners, pause. Now, pause. And at the hour of death, pause. Amen. He said, one decade of the rosary said piously with meditation is worth way more than a whole 15-decade rosary just rattled off. St. Louis de Montfort. From the Acts of the Apostles, it says, when they brought the apostles, okay, the context here is the apostles were in jail, but the angel sprung them out of jail, and now they're being brought back to the Jewish council. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest asked the apostles, saying, saying, We commanded you that you should not teach in this name, the name of Jesus. And behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine. And you have a mind to bring the blood of this man upon us. But Peter and his apostles answering said, We ought to obey God rather than men. Very important verse there, okay? When you're dealing with your governor, Mike DeWine, or your pretend president, Joe Biden, telling you to get that, uh, that, that coronavirus vaccination, you tell him, go pound salt. I obey God and not man. I will not participate in fetal stem cell research.
and put an abortion-tainted jab into my arm. No. Be like the apostles. Obey God rather than men. Peter goes on. The God of our fathers has raised up Jesus, whom you put to death, hanging him upon a tree. Him he has exalted with his right hand to be prince and savior, to give repentance to Israel and remission of sins. And we are witnesses of these things, and the Holy Ghost, whom God has given to all that obey him. When they had heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they thought to put them to death. The Gospels out of John 3, the context is that Jesus and his apostles are, are, are baptizing people, and all the people, instead of going to John the Baptist, are going to him. And somebody asked John the Baptist about it, and John the Baptist says, Jesus must increase, I must decrease. This is John the Baptist speaking in this context. John the Baptist says, He who comes from above is above all. For he who is of the earth belongs to the earth, and of the earth he speaks. He who comes from heaven is above all. He bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. He who receives his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. For he whom God has sent utters the words of God. For it is not by measure that he gives the Spirit. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. He who believes in the Son has eternal life. He who does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God rests upon him. Catechism of St. Pius X on the Beatitudes. Pius X does the best job of anybody I've ever heard explaining the Beatitudes, what they're all about. He says that the promises of the Beatitude, they always, have, they, they always give a promise. Blessed are the meek, they shall possess the land. Blessed are they who mourn, they shall be comforted. He says all these promises that the Beatitudes contain denote a reward in heaven, a heavenly reward. He says, the world calls those blessed who abound in riches and honors and lead a pleasant life and meet with no occasion of suffering. But here's what Jesus calls blessed. Blessed are the poor in spirit. He says, the poor in spirit are those who are detached from riches, who make good use of riches should they have any, who do not seek them too eagerly if they have none, and who suffer the loss of such with resignation. Meek, blessed are the meek. It says the meek are those who bear patiently, who act tenderly towards their neighbor, bear patiently with his defects, accept the offenses and injuries they receive from him without contention, resentment, or vengeance. Mourn, blessed are they that mourn. He says those who mourn are they who suffer tribulations with resignation. They mourn over sins committed. They mourn over evils and scandals that prevail in the world. They mourn over paradise because it is so distant and over the great danger there is of losing it. Hunger and thirst, blessed are those that hunger and thirst after justice, are those who desire to increase daily more in divine grace and in the exercise of good and virtuous works. The merciful, the merciful are those who love their neighbor in God and for God's sake compassionate his miseries, spiritual as well as corporal, and endeavor to secure him according to their means and position. 
clean of heart. The clean of heart are those who retain no affection for sin and keep aloof away from it, and who above all else avoid every sort of impurity. Peacemakers, blessed are the peacemakers. Peacemakers are those who preserve peace with their neighbor and who endeavor to bring about peace and concord between those who are at variance. Blessed are those that suffer persecution for justice sake, are those who bear patiently derision, reproof, and persecution for the sake of the faith and the law of Jesus. And he finishes it up, all up with saying the Beatitudes not only procure for us the glory of paradise, but are also the means of leading a happy life as far as possible on earth. He says those that follow the path of the, of the Beatitudes receive a reward even in this life inasmuch as they enjoy interior peace and contentment, which is the beginning, even though an imperfect one, of the happiness of heaven.